the Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Good afternoon, everybody. Eric Franson, Anjay Salveson. Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Streaming online, 1069thefan.com. So if you are still stuck at work uh, and you can't get away and you can't listen to a radio, you can stream us online. Yeah. Plug in your headphones. And then if you are on the road, if you can't, you know, or I mean, just for you can't listen to us at all and you're wanting to get the show after, iTunes, Spotify, all podcast platforms, we're on every single one of them. You can type in the Full Court Press, Eric Francis, name my name, and you can find us there. And, uh, and it's actually kind of fun to be able to go back to shows and be able to listen to them, uh, listening to the dumb things you say. And you love to go back and listen to yourself, don't you? I am a guy full of wanting to learn and get better. So I come in and I get surprises. <laughs> you you and come in and, hey, I, I really like uh, listening to the show from a few weeks back. And man, I said some funny stuff. No, I, I just, I mean, I'm like, look, Eric, you could do this better. And I take notes of what you could do better. And then <laughs> I, 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 post, do. I post those it's sticky notes. It's always what I can do better. I post those sticky notes on your computer desktop all the time. And then Rod takes oh, them away and so Rod throws the, them out. You're the passive aggressive one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, we talked about Utah State Aggie football. Obviously, we're in day five already. Day six coming up tomorrow. Uh, opened until Friday and then closed Saturday. And then closed, in fact, closed until the... The uh, family football fun day on August seventeenth, but we talked tight ends. Uh, we've talked running backs. We talked a lot of offense. Uh, we'll be talking a lot of defense, most likely coming up, um, and we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, high school football is nearing its doggone way, which is amazing. We will have John Oglesby tomorrow four thirty, the executive director of the Utah High School Athletic Association. We'll ask about you know the the whole RPI playoff system. We'll ask about transfers, and uh, we'll pick his brain on that. So you might want to tune in at four thirty. Um. Yeah, but uh, we found out that the well, we kind of known this, but a lot of the high school coaches are in throes of practice while we are on the air. Yeah, th- that's so a problem. We're you've got to be better coaches. <laughs> Don't you know how are we supposed to cover you guys if you let us cover you guys? Um. No. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to fix that. Uh. But then, uh, of course, we'll have. Uh, my gosh, I forgot what I was going to say. We uh we'll get into, we got to our stat of the week, which mine was about carbohydrates, which I was amazed by. Um, we'll get we'll get to our player of the week later on in this hour. Uh, we'll talk a lot of basketball. Um, more specifically NBA, more specifically than that, Team USA, and uh, a star player's got a really good shoe out, but is getting a lot of grief for that shoe. Mostly because it's the guy, not the shoe. <laughs> it's more, right, it's more Dude, of whose shoe it's it kind is of funny. than the shoe itself. Hey, uh, let's start here. Team USA is uh, well on its way to getting ready for the FIBA World Cup. Um, you teased this just a little bit, Eric, and I, I'd like to know more about this. I didn't, I didn't hear it or see it. Um, there's some star players that are kind of biting back on... Is that, now is it, are they biting back on Team USA or are they biting back on why star players are not being a part of the team? No, star players have just said, hey, I'm not going for yeah. whatever reason. There's a yeah. variety of reasons they are giving. Mm-hmm. Most of them have to do with uh, health concerns or load management for the upcoming year, uh, the, the, the travel that's required. 
um, because the, the games are going to be in China, and it's going to be happening fairly close to when fall training camp will be taking place. There's not much downtime. Mm-hmm. So just a lot of a lot of miles that those guys will be putting on their bodies, literally and figuratively. Um, but so the guys that are there, they reported to practice yesterday, and there's been uh, a lot of talk about who isn't there. And Greg Popovich is kind of pushing back, saying, "Look, um, the the we're blessed with a lot of depth in USA basketball." He said, "All the players here want to be here. There's no question about that." Um, and so he says that's a big part of the battle itself. So Pop is doing a great job of trying to say pump up the guys that he has, while also saying, "Look, the guys that are here, they want to be here. So they're going to play hard. They understand what's at stake, and they understand the opportunity for their own personal brand and for the NBA at large." And so uh, he feels good that there's a lot of talent uh, there. Uh, interesting comments from uh, Kemba Walker. And uh, he says, I think a lot of us are happy those guys pulled out because this is our chance. Uh, and then there was an interesting comment by um, you know, CJ McCollum made some interesting comments. Also saying you know, it's, a, it's a chance for a big stage, showcase our talent. Um, he says, everybody's kind of doubting us, but I think we're hungry. Making it, He also alluded to the fact that he thought that some players were backing out because they didn't want to be on a losing team. Mm-hmm. So many stars were backing out. When once start, a few key stars start backing out, then others start to second guess. Well, do I want to be a part of that if the the main meat and potatoes of the best of the NBA? Yeah. Well, then if my friends aren't going to play, do I want to go play too? Right. Will I be Will I be known as the guy that was on that team that lost? Yeah, and I can understand to an to an extent that. And you know, we look back. You remember the old four Olympic team that went over there and got embarrassed into a bronze medal. Uh, with Carlos Boozer, Allen Iverson, yeah, Vince Carter, Kevin Garnett. I mean, and by the way, their head coach was Larry Brown. Their assistant, their head assistant was Greg Popovich. Uh, so yeah, there's. I mean, I, I can understand that to an extent, but man, this is a chance to represent your country, you know. And and I think these players that are on this team take pride of that, and they're saying, you know what, it's a great point. We don't have. The James Hardens, the Russell Westbrooks, the Steph Currys, the Clay Thompsons, the LeBron James, the list goes on. We don't have the tier A talent on this team that everybody likes to see, that everybody wants to see, and that the whole entire world is absolutely terrified of. We don't have that. But we are still NBA players, which means we are still the best in the absolute world. You have a chance to go prove that with not tier A, and I'm not going to call them tier B talent either, but, I mean, Donovan Mitchell was in running for Rookie of the Year. Kemba Walker is one of the best point guards in the uh, in the NBA. Jason Tatum is one of the most up-and-rising stars in the NBA. Um, you're going to have that kind of talent. On the other hand, you're going to see guys like Mason Plumlee, Miles Turner, um, guys that are really bench-handed players. Right. Yeah, they're not household names. No. By any means. And uh, the... This the way that the basketball has developed and evolved over the last couple of decades is that there the international play has gotten significantly better, and so there are a lot of international guys in the NBA, and these guys are really excited. These international players are really excited to go home and play for their country. Yeah, yep. Now there are a few guys who won't be like Paul Gasol is not going to play for Spain. But he's had injury issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are a few international guys who won't play for their home countries. 
But the big difference is that their starters may be as good as the as the Team USA starters, or at least on par with them. But the big difference is the depth. Yeah, Team USA will have more depth than any other international team. And that is the challenge for Popovich and this coaching staff is to figure out what the depth for them is going to look like. Uh, he said these are not C players, as you were talking about the top, you know, top tier, yeah, class yeah. A players. He's trying to say these aren't C players, though they're certainly not class A players. <laughs> class a players either. So yeah. Whatever you want to call them. <laughs> hey, so oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, but finish. but I want to get to the comment from Donovan Mitchell and what he said. He said obviously this is a comment that he made. In the Las Vegas Review Journal, he says, "Obviously, we play with more of a chip on our shoulders. I think a lot of countries think they see an opening, so for us, we have to go out there and compete and get ready. We're going to get every team's best shot." It's true. And by the way, Spain's loaded. Uh, Canada's loaded. Yeah, Canada's. There's Basketball that, in Canada is Australia significantly. Too, is, yeah, Australia's going to be really good, be too. Good yeah, team. and that's going to be... I mean, that has Ben Simmons on it. Um, by the way, do you, really offside tangent. Do you hear about Ben Simmons? Went to a casino with him and two other friends, or three other oh, friends. Yeah. Two of them were black, and then it was him, and then, a, and then a, a guy who was white. And the security stopped him and made him show ID, and he said, why aren't you making my white friends do it? And then they simply said, we just want to see your ID. They showed him it. They were granted entry. So Ben Simmons tweeted a video of it and then deleted it later on, said he was frustrated by the incident. The yeah. casino tweeted out and said, look, or reported and put out a statement saying, look, we thought they were under 25. Right. It, it can't right. be here if you are. Because Simmons was trying to make it out to be a racial thing, which maybe but, that's how we felt. But the casino was saying, look, it wasn't about race. If we see anyone that comes in that we think might be under 25, Eric, we card them. Eric, they know who Ben Simmons is. Do they know he's twenty? He's over twenty five. I don't know if he's over twenty five. Okay, but then why do you make a scene out of it? Just what go you, to, and, and, and say, Ben, are you over twenty five? I mean, why do you have you to just, like? Can stop we see him? your ID? Right in That's front all of you got to say. It's, can I see your ID? We're just checking IDs. Make sure everybody's legal. Then you to be explain in here. that to them. You tell them that. As a security I agree team, with that. They could have done better. You say, "Hey, why they're checking? We ID. need you to check. We need to check your IDs. To make sure you're over twenty five. If they bite back, then you have a reason to be like, okay, either you give us your IDs or you get the heck out of here. But you got to give them a reason. You got to say, like, when a police officer pulls me over, unless he tells me why he's pulling me over, I'm not going to do a thing. You pull me over, hey. Um, do you know why I pulled you over? Um, I think it's because of this. Well, okay, it is because of this. All right, here's my insurance, my registration, my ID. And if you don't tell me why you why you didn't pull me over, I'm not going to give you anything. You got to give me a reason. And I think that's the same case here is, look, you want to see RDs? Great, we'll give them to you. Just tell us why. Just want to make sure you're over 25. And if Ben says, well, I am, that's not good enough. You got to show your ID. Then I'm well, on the Why else side. would anybody at a casino... Ask for ID. They don't know that though. Be and by the way, you're the security team. Be be professional enough to say it. Just say simply, "Hey, we need to check you're over 25." Great. Here's my ID. You're okay. You're over 25. You're good to go. I do agree with that. That's that would, all you have to do. That would make life a lot simpler for on themselves if they just said, "Hey," even if they have to repeat that same phrase thousands of time every day. 
just got to check to make sure and we have policy. You can't be in here if you're uh, under 25. Can I check your ID, please? Yeah, I would go with that. Hey, and- just checking IDs. Got to make sure, you you know, got to be over 25. But I could, I mean, I could absolutely understand why. Uh, anyway, sorry, sorry, way offside tangent. Going back to this Team USA team, um, they're still really good. I will say this. I do not think they're good enough to win this tournament. Wow. I think that they'll be deeper than any other team that they'll face. I think that there are some teams that may have some some players on their roster that are better than anybody else on Team USA's roster. But I think as a whole, Team USA will be able to keep throwing stuff at them. And I really like the guard play on this team. Uh, yeah. Who is now? So is CJ on the team or not? Yes, he is. He is. Okay. Oh, that's gonna help him. Kemba Walker, <laughs> CJ McCollum, Donovan Mitchell. It's De'Aaron Fox. It's gonna be hard for Pop to decide. The he's got. He's got who, down who to twelve, gets right? Right, there's like 15, 16 guys. He's got to get it down to 12. You know what? Can we go through that really quickly and just kind of predict who's going to get cut and who won't? While you look at that, there are some reports today that Darren Fox was outstanding today. And oh, boy. And that the players had a really hard time staying in front of him. Oh, boy. So well, that's he, nothing That's new. not a guy that I would have suspected would be one of the top guys to be considered for this team. Now, maybe he just had a great day today, and as this continues on, it might not, you know, pan out. But um, Donovan Mitchell, there was uh, some reports that he did well. They like how he's doing offensively and defensively. He's got so much to prove is the scary thing, man. He really does. He's got so much to prove. Um So I'm just looking at what they have of man, there are some really good teams on these on these FIBA teams. All right, so let's do Oh, is this updated? Oh, it is. Okay. Uh so you get twelve guys, right? So Kyle Kuzma, yes or no? I'd say yes, because he can play and defend multiple positions. Amen. I'm on with you. That's one. Harrison Barnes, yes or no? Uh that's a question for me. Kemba Walker, yes or no? Yes. I'm putting a yes on him as well. Jalen Brown, yes or no? This will be interesting. Uh, It's a question for me on that one. Jason Tatum? Yes. Yes. Uh, Bam Adebayo? How do you say (laughs) that? I don't know. It's a player that I'm not He's a center, and you got... So you've got got three centers listed here. Miles Turner, Bam Abadayo, and Mason Plumlee. I would say no to Bam, then. Yeah, I think he'd be on the fringe. Mason Plumley, yes, yes. Uh, Marcus Smart, who's a guard. This is where things get kind of icky for your yeah, front line. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how he meshes with this group because what I like about him is that he he can defend. He can be a good defender. Yes, I don't know that he's the most proficient offensive guy. He's not, but um, he can mix it up a little bit defensively. So that's why I kind of on the fence with. Thinking maybe he should be on the on that list. PJ Tucker, yeah, yeah me too. Because of international ball yep. and how they play and how the center is used, he would fit perfectly into that system. Brooke Lopez, yeah, I'd put him as a yes. So that almost almost automatically eliminates Bam. Uh, Kyle Lowry, yes. I'd say yes because he's been there, done that. Donovan Mitchell, yes, no. Why? 
Just because he's not experienced enough? It's, it's just a loaded, it's a loaded backcourt. I mean, you're looking at, they, they have Jason Tatum as a forward. I can't. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'd see that. Well, in that case, he might make it. I'm going to say no for now and see if I can get away with it. Thaddeus Young? Uh, I'd say no. Hmm. Because that's, of, that's a good question. Because of the last two guys. And you'll find out why. Miles Turner? Yeah, I'd probably bring, I'd keep Miles Turner. And Chris Middleton? Yes. Absolutely. So then almost, that almost, for me, that eliminates Thaddeus Young. That takes out Bam. And I've already took out Mitchell. So I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Nope, I still need two more guys. So Donovan Mitchell may make it then, huh? Yeah, Donovan would make it. Unless I put Marcus Smart in over Donovan Mitchell, which I don't think I would. Am I crazy in saying that? Here's what Tony Jones had to say about Donovan Mitchell. Today. Oh, yes. He says, in regards to Mitchell, he's coming to camp in terrific shape, and his defense has impressed. Dude, and you know Popovich is all about defense. But more so, he's all about what you can do with a team in chemistry. Like, you look at how he designs his team. It's how does this guy, if I put him into a rotation with these four other guys, can he be productive? The other comment from Tony Jones, hearing from multiple sources that De'Aaron Fox and Donovan Mitchell have been standouts in the first two days of Team USA training camp. Nobody has consistently been able to stay in front of them. Oh, that's another Fox. guy I didn't... Oh, man, this list has got me messed up because I don't have DM Darren Fox on here. Well, you have other guys that are invited to be part of the scrimmage and to help with the practices. Like Trey Young, he's there, and he's part of the, the, the team that they'll scrimmage against. Okay, yeah. But he can't make it, right? He's not officially invited man, to be Trey part Young of the team. Trey Young would not be a good fit for them, dude. It'd be a disaster if he did that. Um... I don't know if it'd be a disaster. Trey Young is a is a one I mean, the guy was in the running for rookie of the year. Yeah, dude, he was in the running for rookie of the year because he was a popular guy from Oklahoma, and everybody loved him <laughs> because I he mean, was. He no, really improved no, his NBA game as the dude, season went on. Because Bleacher Report and House of Highlights and ESPN would always tweet something. If he picked his nose on the sideline, it was it was there was a video of him picking his nose. <laughs> him, Zion, and LeBron took over Bleacher Report and ESPN Twitter accounts. I mean, that's all it was. He's a shooter, and he can create for his teammates. He's not a great team. You put him on this team, he'd probably destroy it. They would lose with him on the court. You'd win with Donovan on the court. You'd definitely win with Kemba on the court. I think you win with De'Aaron Fox You were ready court. to kick Donovan off. Sure. You didn't want him on the team. But that's because of the guard play, man. That's, like I have Jason Tatum as a shooting guard. I don't have him, I don't have him as a forward on this list. Because you already got plenty of forwards. You need a shooting guard. Besides Donovan. Well, see, I think Donovan is, is more of a shooting guard than less of a point guard. So, so it says CJ McCollum declined. What? Yeah, the ringer has him off the roster. It has Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, Bradley Bill, DeMar DeRozan, James Harden, Eric Gordon all off. It has Kemba Walker, Donovan Mitchell, oh, Kyle Lowry, Marcus Smart. I'm sorry, Aaron I read Fox. the wrong. I, I, I misread. Yes. So James Harden, Eric Gordon, Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, Anthony Davis, Bradley Beal, those are the notable players who have withdrawn. So Walker, Mitchell, Lowry, Smart, and De'Aaron Fox. That gives you five guards that you're looking at, just at the point guard. And then Middleton, Tatum, Brown, Barnes, Young, Kuzma as wings. And then your bigs would be Plumlee, Bam, Lopez, 
Turner and Tucker. Dude, I don't know, man. I think we're going to struggle against some of these guys. That's really scary. Uh... Huh? Oh, man. Some... Dude, they're going to need a guard that can score and score heavily. Kemba's that guy. They have them. Kemba, I, I'd say Kemba's that guy, and Lowry might be that guy. Or Marcus Smart. I don't know if Donovan... Marcus Smart's good. not a guy that can score heavily. Donovan will score a lot more. Donovan is a more efficient and impressive offensive game. Efficient offensively? Dude, he's... I don't know. Well, maybe not efficient is the right word, but I think he has more tools. I will agree more with that. More moves. I will agree with that. Absolutely agree with that. Um... And he's been getting some help from what I've been seeing on Twitter. He's been getting help from guys like Wade and Melo this summer, too. Like, they've been at the camp, of course, with permission from Greg Popovich to go and kind of work with him on some things. So that could help, too, in that regard. I'm glad he had a standout day. You said him and Fox, right? Right. Had standout. Oh, that's good to hear. The report from Tony Jones is that De'Aaron Fox and Donovan Mitchell have impressed in the first two games. Kemba's got to be an automatic, right? I mean, come on. I would, yes, I would assume Kemba Walker's there for sure. Huh. Oh, man, I'm a little bit worried. So this all happens officially. The first games are on August 31st. Team USA begins play against the Czech Republic on September 1st. So it's in China, uh, and there's going to be some interesting teams there. Uh, the, the team, now all of a sudden I'm blanking on which team it was, uh, where he's from, but Luka Doncic, his home country, mm. his team did not qualify for some reason. Oh, that's huge. And so everybody's like, oh, that Dude, was going to be loaded. a really tough team. Yeah, they would have been a really good team. Oh, my gosh. But international, a lot of other international teams are seeing that some of these top-tier NBA players are not going to be involved, so they're coming into it feeling maybe a little bit better about their chances. Yeah, when you don't have to guard LeBron James, you're always going to feel better about your chances. Do they have any preseason or, like, what do they call them, like, tune-up games? Yes. Do you know? Yes. They do. There will be some exhibition games. I was gonna. I was wondering if they would be able to do that just uh, in the week or two, but right before. Okay, cool. I think they're going to be and they'll be in Vegas. In I'm guessing. Oh, they're in Australia. Yeah, because cool. they wanted to travel part of the way there. <sighs> I have to look that up. But uh, cool. I, I do believe that there's going to be some exhibition uh, games that they'll do uh, before they get into it. Hey, coming up after the break, I want to ask you something. So USA Today did this all rankings of of the greatest teams who won a Super Bowl. And it got a lot of grief for a couple of reasons. And I just want to know if you would agree with those reasons on this team. I think there is, what, 40? I think I think they did 40 or all the teams. I'm just trying to look here. My gosh. Or, well, I guess they did the 100th greatest teams of all time. We won't go through the 100, but um, a lot of these teams won a Super Bowl. But some of these teams that are left off, or at least not in the top 10, Top 15 makes me really curious as to why. Wow, what in the world? These guys are on drugs. <laughs> also, the NBA, uh, well, NBA.com put together their uh, team of the decade. Oh, morons. <laughs> All-decade team. <laughs> and uh, they do a first team, second team, and third team. Interesting to see who landed on either of those. Uh, any, any jazz players on that list? We'll talk about that coming up next in the Full Court Press. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. 
Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson. Hey, Bogdanovich jerseys are now available at the Jazz Team Store. <laughs> Dude. Are you going to run and grab yours today? <laughs> I might have to, man. You know what's crazy? Like, when Joe Ingles came to this team, everyone's like, what? Why? And now, like, Joe Ingles, like, everyone, hey, I want a Joe Ingles jersey for Christmas. I mean, everybody wants a Joe Ingles something, you know? It's, and it's crazy. And I think, uh, is it Boyanovich? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe he'll be like that. You know, everyone's like, okay, you know, it's, and it's exciting, you know, a transaction, but we'll see how the jersey sells. Do I think still that the Gobert, Mitchell, and Ingles will own that thing? Um, and Conley actually might do really well. Hey, I'm excited right. about the whole jazz court. Like, they're going to bring back the old 97 98 jazz court. What? Yeah, you didn't hear about this? No. Gail Miller. Okay, so here's a little pull open the veil for you. For several years, Gail Miller was very much against. Bringing back the 97-98 Utah Jazz uh, Electra, the course, the jersey, the whole fandom of it all. She didn't. She wouldn't do it. She refused to. And then finally, it was like the purple and the blue. Yeah, and the yeah, with the mountains on it. She wouldn't do it. And then finally, someone within the offices of a higher ranking and a and a couple of other people who were notable, the Jazz organization. Well, went who's to, higher than Gale? Well, as a, no, not higher than Gale, but high in the organization. Oh, okay. Like, wait a minute. No, sorry. High in the organization had convinced her and said, look, this would be a wonderful thing. It'd get fans all excited about it. Um, and sure enough, they're going to bring him back this year. So then Donovan Mitchell releases a shoe with that same colorway, and now the court's going to be – they're going to actually have a few games, and they'll announce the games, I think, in October, of uh, which games they'll have as the old – 97-98 rendition of the Utah Jazz uniforms and the court. I like the throwbacks that the NBA does. Yes. Sometimes it's like, wow, those were really ugly. <laughs> but it's a, sometimes it's a classic yeah. look. That I you wish just football would do it more it. often. I wish the NFL would do it. Yeah. I mean, I miss the old Patriot uniforms with the uh, the Pat guy on it. and Oh, man, I love Those that musket. uniform. Yeah. Uh, and then you have the Buccaneers with the old orange and yellow guy on the side. Oh, oh man. Some of them were really... The Seahawks uh, yeah. were pretty cool, too. I miss those days. So A reminder, by the way, Utah Jazz, we are the home of the Utah Jazz. Absolutely. So right here on 1069thefan.com. Uh, well, we don't stream them, actually. We can't. It's an NBA rule. <laughs> jazz thing. But we do have them on the air. On the air. 6.9 yeah. FM, 1390 AM. And then you guys do the post game, too, right? Yeah, or some we, of it. We carry some of the post game, yeah. Yeah, which is awesome, though. I love that. I love being able to hear what Locke says after the game, you know, and stats and stuff. Right, and the coaches. And you hear and the, the interviews. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. I thought that was great that you guys did that in the playoffs, too. That was so cool. The only thing is that the uh, only time those games might not happen is if there's a Skyview basketball game. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that. And rightfully so. Uh, we're we're going to have all the... Uh, uh, all the jazz games here on the fan. Yep, and, I can't wait uh, Last for year, it was the first year on this station. It used to be on the one across the hall from us, uh, on the well, on the other side of the glass. <laughs> but uh, we uh, we took it away from them, and it's fun to have it here on the fan. Yeah. But um, the NBA today uh, released their um, – well, actually, this was uh, yesterday. They released their all-decade team, the best NBA players of the – called the 2010s. So this uh, June kind of ended that season. So the start of the 2009 to 2010 season through 2018-2019 season. So the best players in that era, they did a first team, second team, and third team. The first team, tell me if any of these kind of surprise you. Uh, 
Uh, Jay, the first team, Steph Curry, James Harden, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Kawhi Leonard. Any of those jump out to you that surprise you of being on the first team? No. I'm a little surprised to see Kawhi Leonard, honestly, there as a first-teamer. What? Why? Uh, only made three all-star appearances, only named an all-NBA team three times in that <laughs> 10-year span. The guy won two think, championships and was MVP of one of them. I, I get that, but I think there's some recency bias here. That Yes, he's looked good here most recently at the tail end of that decade, but in that 10-year span... 10-year of the... What you, I mean, was he what, one of the? Was he one of the five best players of the last ten years? Yeah, even when they didn't win a title, he was still one of the best five players. Yeah, he's absolutely on my first team. Every single one of those guys have won a championship. All but one of those guys have won a. Give me a game, Durant. James Harden's the only one who hasn't won a championship on that list. Steph Curry, multiple championships, has not won an MVP uh, or a uh, NBA well, Finals MVP. James Harden has been named as a regular season MVP. But Steph Curry has not won an NBA Finals MVP no. in, in his in his championships. No, but he has won multiple NBA championships. Durant was another one, right? Yep, Kawhi Kevin Leonard, Durant, and who is the other one? LeBron James. Yeah, LeBron's obviously going to be on that list. That 3-1 comeback alone does it for him. All right, the second team. Here's on the second team. Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, Blake Griffin, and Carmelo Anthony. Give me that list one more time. Chris Paul. Okay. Russell Westbrook. Okay. Anthony Davis. Okay. Blake Griffin. Okay. And Carmelo Anthony. Blake, Carmelo, and Chris need to be off. Blake Griffin is not a second all-decade team. Absolutely not what? even. No. No way. No. He had tremendous he years over when he a was car a and dunk it does not put him on a second team. He evolved his game. Look, he averaged no. 22 points, 9 rebounds, 4.5 assists. No. No. That's... No. Even if he is jumping over people, that's a that's an impact player. No. I, I like what NBA.com says in the description under this list, saying, lambasted for their lack of postseason success. <laughs> Each member of this team still managed to showcase extraordinary skills during an era replete with star power. No, no, no. Blake Griffin, six-time no. an All-Star, five-time All-NBA. Got a headache. Chris Paul, seven-time an All-Star, six All-NBA. 18.1 points per game, 4.4 rebounds, 9.6 assists. I've got a headache now. I don't know if it's the Mountain Dew or if it's you. Um, <laughs> it's all the carbs, <laughs> carbonation. <laughs> I didn't know, I swear, man. See, th- this, when we get to the third team, this is where I have a problem. Dwayne Wade. I think some of these Dwayne guys on Wade the third team is not deserve... on that list, man. Dwayne Wade won titles in 12 and 13. See, I would put Dwayne Wade on the first team ahead of Kawhi Leonard. I'd sure as heck put him above a mellow Paul or Blake Griffin. Dwayne Wade is on the third team. Kobe, including, uh, and along with Kobe Bryant, <laughs> Paul George, LaMarcus Aldridge, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> that third team that looks third better team than gets, the second team. That third team could sweep the second team in a five-game series, seven-game series. They ain't freaking beating that third team. 
Oh, that's so horrible. Dwayne Wade deserved to be at least in the second team, but I would put him in the first team. If you look at a 10-year span and what he did in those years with the Miami Heat, multiple championships, multiple championship runs or uh, series. Who would you replace him with? I would put him ahead of Kawhi Leonard. So where would you put Kawhi? His second team. So who would you take off the second team? Uh, I'd probably take Carmelo Anthony off the second team. As would I. I would. Well, no. Excuse me. I'd take Blake Griffin and put him on the third team. I, I could see that. Carmelo was a better scorer than Blake Griffin. Wait, and who else? So Kobe Bryant's on that team. Who else is on that team? On the third team, Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant. Paul George, oh my Marcus Aldridge, dude, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. I'd put Paul George over Carmelo Anthony. I'd put Giannis over Blake. And I think the reason Kobe Bryant is on that third team because those final two years, several last several years, team wasn't really that great, and he had injuries. Yeah, and so the the twilight of his career was not as early in the that 2010s era. Very dominant player. So I heard, I think what I've read, if I'm not, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, they're going to do a 2000s team from 2000 to 2010. They're going to do a 90 to 1999 team and so on and so forth. That 2000 squad could be really interesting because it was loaded. I mean, loaded. Even I didn't even put Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady's on that list. Uh, I mean, Tim Duncan's going to be on that list. Shaquille Nill's going to be on that list. Kobe Brown will be on that list. Yeah, dude. I mean, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, LeBron James will be on that list. Dwayne Wade will be on that list. So that's going to be a chunk full one. That 90s team, you're talking about Awajuwon, Clyde Drexler, Charles Barkley, the whole entire 92 dream team roster with the exception of Christian Leitner. Yeah, Larry Bird. Larry Bird's going to be on that list. I don't know how, and Reggie Miller. So and then you think about the 96 dream team, like Reggie Miller, Gary Payton, Sean Kemp. Uh, and then you think about those latter years uh, of Jason Kidd's going to be on that list. I'm, I would, I would guess. Um, Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk, yeah, yeah. Dirk, start to appear. That's another one. Yeah, that's a great one right there. And then you still have Scottie Pippen. I mean, that, yeah, dude. I don't know how they're going to fit that. How, That'll might, be highly debated. They might want to just stop where they're at right now. If they're sticking Dwayne Wade on a third team, they just need to stop while they're in a hole. I totally agree. No kidding. Dwayne wow. Wade deserved to be a first team. That's amazing to put Dwayne Wade. That's just, I mean, I make bad decisions just, in that, my life. That's a guy that competed through that whole 10-year span, yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. Not just the first couple and of years. And productively, Or the too. last few years, yeah. like Giannis. So, oh, man. Look, I've made some bad decisions in my life, but they made a bad decision by posting that on Twitter. <laughs> Posted it online. Uh, coming up next, there's an NBA player, a current NBA player, who has recently released a new shoe. Sometimes these are kind of fun and exciting. How they name them, what they look like, what kind of methods they use to reveal them. And sometimes what's fun is to see the reactions. So an NBA player recently released his signature shoe, and there's been some interesting reactions to the shoe. Also coming up, we'll talk about our player of the week who stood out to us in the last week with what they were able to do in the field of play. 
We'll discuss that coming up next here on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Every time. Oh, I just say that on air. Oh, hi, we're back. Oh, is that on my? Oh, great. We didn't say who you gets mad jerk. every time. <laughs> Are you serious? Come on. You know the it's rules. Not. Welcome back to Full Court Press. I swear she was listening, so help me. She hey. doesn't know who she is. <laughs> well, I just said her name. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You said she would get. She gets mad every time. We didn't say her name. Oh, I didn't. No, that didn't make it on the air. We might have to re-listen to that soon. <laughs> um. Hey, did you see? I gotta, I gotta say this. Did you see that uh, <laughs> the Gordon Hayward thing on the shoe release? So Gordon Hayward, <laughs> former Jazz man, currently with the Boston Celtics, released a new <laughs> shoe. What? What does he does he give his shoe a name? No, these guys all give their shoes names. I don't know. You can call them like the G fours or uh, No Thank You. <laughs> I don't want. Or, I don't want to give the name the shoe a name. I want to know what its name or, is. Or you call Gale. Or I don't know. You call Gale. <laughs> so Basketball Society released uh, the Gordon Hayward signature first signature shoe with Anta drops this December. Uh, there's and they show out four editions of it. There's a black and green, a gray and green, a I, gray, green, and white, and then a pink and white. And I guess he it's a it's a Chinese shoe company. And he released it in China today. Oh, okay. Uh, Basketball Society then replies to its own tweet by saying, Our followers on Instagram love these, but y'all have been straight roasting them on here. Let's reread some of Are you looking at it now, too? The, some of the tweets, uh, the replies to this. Uh, I have I've not seen the, the replies yet. No, you'll need to go through those for me. Okay, uh, one guy, I'm not going to read the names either. I'm just going to say the, the reply, but I don't get how this shoe will help you be better at StarCraft. They look about like his performance last season. <laughs> they have a gif of Donovan Mitchell swatting Hayward at the rim. Uh, do these come with a headset and PS4 controller? <laughs> Hopefully he gets traded and then those Celtic colors will be even more funny. <laughs> Let me know when they hit the shelves at Ross. Oh. Can I pick these up at Desert Industries? Ouch. Is the last one called the called the Daddy's Always Happy Colorway? Let me guess. Robin made him do this. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, it's not a bad looking shoe. Needs a bit more ankle support, I'd say. Oh, <laughs> oh savage. Uh, there's going to be a huge line of Ross to pick up a pair of these on release day. Not, not feeling anything Gordon touches. I've never seen a shoe with stretch marks before. Uh, oh. those, look, those would look great with a matching chair and headset. Uh, great woman shoe. Uh, they look like uh, this looks like a shoe made by a mediocre white guy. Oh, ouch! Easy. <laughs> the shoe is officially called the GH One. What's more bland, vanilla wafers or Gordon Hayward shoe? <laughs> Just taking a shot at the guy. Oh, man. Is this how you say L in Chinese? Hopefully they come with ankle straps. Air cauliflower. 
<laughs> so bottom line, not a lot of love for Gordon Hayward and his new shoe. And it's not so much about the shoe itself as it is how people feel about Gordon Hayward. <laughs> that's what I kind of wondered too. Because it's not a bad looking shoe. No, but these guys are mean, dude. I mean, oh my gosh. These guys are ruthless. I mean, Twitter is a ruthless thing. And I get a lot of gripe and grief from Twitter people as well as, you know, as we do a radio show. Uh, okay, so the shoe itself, okay, it's kind of a gray. Yeah, there's white a couple of renditions of it, and they look all right, man. It kind of looks, I don't know, you call that like kind of. Uh, I don't know, smoke motif or a fire. I don't know what you call it. It's kind of wavy, different color. Anyway, there's a black version. And then the fourth shoe? Yeah. Is that for real? I, I, I'm i guessing Robin forced him to do that one. I'm going <laughs> to agree like with the Twitter guy. It looks like Christmas on there, a Christmas what, pattern. One guy says, man, I could have got these. You, no, he says, man, I got these shoes on 2K13. <laughs> very strange. Very strange. Uh, hey, let's let's get into our player of the week. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, on, we do this on Tuesdays. We look back at the week that was, and we look at who stood out to us and what they were able to do over the past week. And for me, i got to pull this up here. Um, this is a, one of the clips. This is a clip of one of the things that he was able to do this past week. And uh, I'll get into why I picked him as my player of the week. And that's the only run. There's a pop fly to deep right center. Never mind pop fly. That's going to the wall and it's out of here. Are you kidding me? Bo Bichette hits it high in the air to deep right center field. And it gets out. Home run number three. This kid is incredible. And the Blue Jays have a 2-0 lead. Oh, you didn't do a Cubs guy. Wow, that's kind of surprising. Uh, I thought about it. I'm sure you did. Uh, Javi Baez had himself a game last night. But no, I went with Bo Bichette. He's new for the Toronto Blue Jays, and he has tied a Blue Jays record with eight with an eight-game hitting streak to begin his career. Oh, cool. 15 hits, nine extra base <clears throat> hits. Guy is just on fire. And then here's something else that's interesting. Charlie Morton, uh, he pitches for the Tampa Bay Rays. And uh, he's thrown over 800 curveballs this season. Uh, more than 120 of those have been put in play. So it's a pretty solid pitch that not a lot of guys get a handle on. Only two guys have been able to homer off of this pitch. And Bo Bichette was one of them. Huh. Wow. No so kidding. That's, he's my player of the week. That's a great player of the week. Um, mine's going to be more of a player of the month from July, but it's in... Uh, it's in vote and agreeance to a absolute highway robbery for Jared Walsh, who is not named PCL Player of the Month. Here's his numbers for July. 358 batting average, an 842 slugging percentage with a 1.307 on-base percentage. 11 doubles, second in PCL. 13 home runs, first in PCL. 29 ribbies, first in PCL. 28 runs, tied for third in the PCL. He did not win Player of the Month. He lost it. To a guy who was hitting a 435 average, had 40 hits and a 1.3 or 1.35 p or 5s. I can't talk. 1.356 on base percentage. Um, 
Dude, Jared Walsh just slapped around 13 home runs, 29 ribbies, and they all just kind of scoffed at it. That's incredible in AAA baseball. That's hard to do. Especially That's impressive. For, especially for the Bees where they just can't hit the ball. That's a good month. Yeah, it's a great month for him. So my player of the week turns into player of the month, but yeah. It's not the guy who bottles your Mountain Dew? Oh, okay. I, and I want to have a chat with you, um, Liberty. Um, when I buy something, you need to be more clear of what carbs mean. Don't put in so many carbonations next time. Okay. This is a hard, high no, carbonation. I'm asking you this is a high to not carbonations just put carbs. Soda. Put carbonation so I know what kind of carbs you're talking about. Are you I, talking about the fat? We need carbs? to have fewer carbonations in our diet. Are you talking about the 75 diet? grams carbonation? That's all I'm asking for. It's not a whole lot to ask for. When I go to... Oh, I sell you a pick six street, don't I? When I... Oh, yeah. That sucks. Yes, you do. I hate that game. When I go to the bakery and I want to order some fresh bread, I'm going to ask how many carbonations... Does this no, bread don't. Okay. A, I hope the bakery's not listening to the radio show. B, no. I just, I mean, look, in India, it's different. And so I just, I, that's why I was confused. Because in India, it's a little bit different than that. <laughs> because it's all about carbonations in food, not carbohydrates. We do things differently. <laughs> All right, uh, coming up next on the Full Court Press, uh, looking at some things that are, are still coming up uh, that we want to get into. Uh, we've got an interview tomorrow we want to let you know about. should be really exciting, very interesting, because there's a lot of changes going on with high school sports. And high school sports begin today, actually. Yes, honestly, they do. Uh, soccer getting underway today. Uh, football next week. So high school sports season is upon us. We'll get into that. Coming up next on the Full Court Press. It's the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric Franson, Andre Salveson. How do you not remember? Somebody just came in and said, happy early birthday, and you said it's in November. Yeah. That's, that's a really early birthday. Well, he's just thinking ahead. No big deal. Casey forgets. We, he gets busy in November for all of us, Eric. Football, basketball, you know, and he's busy. And you never be too early to wish yeah. someone a happy birthday. Never, never. Nope. Even if it was yesterday? Yep. <clears throat> for next year? Yep. Get ahead of things. Yep. I, I cannot agree more. High school sports get underway today. High school girls soccer. There's a couple games already uh, done in the books. Don't have a score yet. But Mountain Crest hosted Fremont. Today, I was at 3.30. Green Canyon hosted Box Elder. Uh, that's uh, going on now, um, if the schedule is correct. Skyview is hosting Northridge. Um, was there a doubleheader? Because it's got Green Canyon also scheduled at 7.30 against Box Elder. Uh, then Ridgeline is at Woods Cross. Uh, let's see, Logan is at Davis. Um, does Bear River play? Did I see them? I didn't see Bear River on this list. So, anyway, uh, high school girls soccer starting today, and then uh, high school football starting next Friday. I can't believe that. There's significant changes with high school sports, specifically with high school football. We're going to learn more about that tomorrow. John Oglesby, Utah High School Activity Association, he'll be with us. Talk about RPI, transfers, 
Lacrosse is a new sanctioned. That's right. I sport. forgot about that. Uh, I had a chance to talk to a, a school's AD here in the Valley today, and says there's there's confusion about what might happen specifically with girls lacrosse and whether or not they, they have teams for girls lacrosse. That makes sense. Just because it's a new sport. So Anyway, stay tuned for that. We'll find out more details starting uh, about that with John Oglesby tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, I'm excited about that. That's going to be a fun interview. We'll get a lot of good info. Don't miss it. 4.30 here on the same station. Same people. Um, I don't know how much time we got, so I'm just kind of basing off of you because last time... Well, no, last we time got I'm not three sure minutes. what happened. We may, well, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, because remember it ends at 59? 